Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Guess what, Lions? For as little as $5 a month, you can get access to exclusive bonus audio content and help this program grow by joining the Lions of Liberty Pride. To learn more, head over to lionsofliberty.com slash support. I agree with him a lot of the time, too. I got to admit, he's like, I loved it when he took down J.K. Rowling for uh, for her whole yes. shit about the refugees. He's like, put him up in your mansion of 400 rooms, you know, calling out these people. That was pretty funny. J.K. Rowling is a vile piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a cold open. Check. <laughs> Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here's your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Claire. Welcome back, friends, to another edition of your favorite podcast ever, I presume. Or at least your favorite Liberty podcast that you're listening to right now. I'll take whatever I can get, quite frankly, but you are back here with another edition of Lions of Liberty. This is episode 314, which means you can find today's show notes over at lionsofliberty.com slash 314. 14. And we do a lot of different types of shows here on the Lions of Liberty podcast feed. You've got me, Mark Clare, every single Monday, where I bring you one-on-one interviews with big names in the Liberty movement. Then every Wednesday, you get a weekly shot of comedy, culture, and liberty with Brian McWilliams tackling them current events on Electric Liberty Land. And of course... John Odermatt continues to expose that broken, nasty criminal justice system every single Friday on Felony Friday. But today, today is honestly the day I look forward to every single month because, my friends, it is time for America's favorite alcohol-fueled liberty talk show. That's right. It's libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor. And this, of course, is when I bring in my fellow Liberty Lions along with a special guest, talk about whatever happens to cross our minds over a few adult beverages. And while I could do this alone, uh, it would be very awkward and and sad probably, but uh, I am not going to. Instead, I'm going to bring in a few friends, starting with the host of the aforementioned Electric Liberty Land, which you can hear every single Wednesday on Lions of Liberty. He lives just down the street here in Los Angeles, California, and his name is Brian McWilliams. What's happening, man? Nothing, just recording a podcast and drinking a bit. What about you? That's good. Just uh, same. Coincidentally, I, oh, I do the same. I'm glad that this worked out. This is the, the most random thing ever. I got a random call. I pick up the phone. I'm on a podcast. I'm drinking a beer. And boom, we got a show. Fantastic. And um, Brian, you work for a smaller company, but I actually work for a larger corporation right now. I don't know if you have this. We have goals every year. We have to like, make up goals and then, you know, achieve them or something, whatever. Um, and <laughs> so one of my podcast goals, though, is to remember to ask everybody what they're drinking, because I often forget one or forget everybody or forget myself. I'm not going to do that today. I'm going to my goal is to remember to ask all four of you. So what are you drinking right over there down the street in Culver City? Well, I'm proud to tell you that I'm drinking America's oldest brewery, Yingling, and their traditional lager, which Boo. is fantastic. A good buddy of ours, Boomer, smuggled me up a case in his rectum, and I am enjoying every last drop of this beer. <laughs> in his rectum. That is very impressive. It's the only way to do it, man. He's got We've a talked giant about this square before. rectum. I'm not, I mean, it's okay, but I generally think Yingling takes like piss. But ah, others delicious. Disagree. You some know what? Like, if you had one like now, you would, you would regret all of the years of Miss Yinglings that you could I have would. been drinking in college. I've got, and because to, to meet my goals, I'm just going to say it now. I've got a couple drinks here. I've got some Bullet Bourbon, a fresh bottle, literally just opened it. And uh, I've also got some Red's Wicked Apple Cider that I just picked up. I have no, it's, it seems fine. Tastes like apple juice, but it's really nice. just it's really just to wash this down. Um, why don't we bring in somebody else? Why don't we bring in the host of Felony Friday? He is constantly exposing, not himself, no, the broken criminal <laughs> justice system. Uh, he lives in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and he is John Odermatt. What's up, Odie? Yeah, I, I have not been arrested for exposing myself. That's that didn't happen. No, he yeah. said arrested Tried, for, but not like, convicted. I have not been caught yet, but as a relative. But anyway, two two things based on what you guys were just talking about. 
first of all, on goals, you don't need goals. You need goals. a system, as Scott Adams would say. You need all a right, system well, in place. You know, my company doesn't share that philosophy, so that's nice. Maybe that's <laughs> my goal, to change goals to systems. See, the reason I stayed go. with a small company is so I don't have to do any of that bullshit. I know. I mean, you might <laughs> Literally, be like, right I'm just like, they just leave me alone, and I love it. That's why I didn't work for any company, and then I just sold out. So, you know, yep. these things happen. You got to do what you got to do to survive. Um Lastly, the, sec- the, sec- the second sorry. thing, and maybe more important oh, than the first, many, is, is Brian, things. is your yingling in a can or a bottle? Oh, it's I, in a can. That's I've perfect. That's, that's good. Yeah. Bottles of yingling are terrible because they're green bottles. Sunlight gets in and ruins the beer. Right? Can is the only way to go. I got it in Absolutely. a can. I got a koozie around it. It's fantastic. Perfect. Perfect. Hey, what are you drinking, Odie? I'm drinking a uh, Bell's Two Hearted. That's <laughs> Wait, my primary. Wait, does it primary... still count as my goal if you ask it? <laughs> I don't know the blowed. rules here. Already ruined for the year. <laughs> That's what I'm drinking right now. Then I got a backup beer, which I'm going to get to pretty shortly. Got an all-day IPA. So I'm, I'm no, ready to roll. I, I just go. tried that Bill's Too Hearted by accident. I didn't realize what it was. And as soon as I drank it and I put that disgusting asparagus urine flavor in my mouth, I said, ah, this is another dog shit IPA. <laughs> and I gave it away. Oh, it's delicious. I love it. I love dog shit. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, uh, I-, I gathered a guest here, a special guest at the last minute, and I am pretty excited about it. I- I'm actually not even sure if you guys are aware of, of what I've got planned here. Uh, I'm extremely excited to welcome this guy. He is been blowing up on YouTube, especially in the run-up to the 2016 election. Uh, he really has he's got some hard-hitting commentary about social justice warriors. Uh, he is the editor-in-chief right now of Infowars.com. I am so excited to welcome Mr. Paul Joseph Watson. Mr. Paul Joseph Watson, welcome to Lions of Liberty. Hello there, Mark. <laughs> social justice warriors are scum. They're vile. I will be on any podcast that has me to talk about this crucial situation. But most importantly, we must address the problem with Western civilization and its demise. <laughs> and wh- what exactly is the problem with Western, uh, Western civilization, Mr. Watson? I don't know. I'm angry all the time. Alex Jones does not give me enough back rubs. <laughs> I, I have one question. Um, are, you, are you standing in front of a map right now, by chance? I have all kinds of maps. I have all <laughs> kinds of globes. I have all kinds of Western civilization symbolism in my background. Wow, this is making me not want to change course at all. What, <laughs> what, what, Mr. Watson, are you are you drinking along with us today? Of course I drink. I drink the finest maker's mark. <laughs> well, kids, in, in case you didn't figure it out yet, this is not the real Paul Joseph Watson. It's actually an upgrade from Paul Joseph Watson. He is uh, someone you may know as the former co-host of Part of the Problem with Dave Smith and the current co-host of the Mikeadelic Podcast, and he does a pretty damn good PJW impression. Mike Brancatelli, what's up, man? Hey, what's that up? That was Glad pretty to be goddamn uh, good, man. <laughs> that was I, awesome. I, I, I felt a little rusty. Uh, you know, it's hard to it's hard to call that. Uh, I don't know that Scottish brood that he has, uh, you know, on 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 call. But uh, you know, I try my best. Thank you. We're Thanks happy. for having me. Glad excellent, to be here, guys. Excellent pauses as well. There, good cadence. The pauses are key because <laughs> something like I think you're the 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 more pauses you take when saying something, the more weight they hold. Yes, no? that's correct. <laughs> he kind of talks a little bit like this. Yeah, he's like the calculon of uh, politics. He's just so he's so you know he's so intense. I actually probably agree with like seventy percent of what he says. I just think it's his presentation is hilarious. I don't know. He's very he's a very intense guy. Like I'd like to see him like at a carnival, like having an ice cream or like holding some balloons. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Would anybody here like to try some of this pecan brittle? That was like an angry Sean Connery. <laughs> that was great. That was better than mine. That was fantastic. I do a good Sean Connery. I don't do a good. Okay, that was closer to Sean Connery. Um, <laughs> for uh, for her whole yes. shit about the refugees. He's like, put him up in your mansion of four hundred rooms. You know, and calling out these people. That was pretty funny. J.K. Rowling is a vile piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got a cold open. Check. <laughs> Does she really have four hundred rooms? Maybe not that many, but she's got like four mansions. I want to think capitalism is so awesome that you can write some children's books and have a 400 room mansion. That's what I want to think. It is. And still tout socialist bullshit on on Twitter. I assume she does. I really don't know that much about J.K. Rowling's views, to be honest. I'm just playing along here. 
What's amazing that is that bitch. whole concept for the magical cancel came out of a nickname she gave uh, the HPV on her husband's dick. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> they never talk Hogwarts. about it. That Hogwarts, went both yeah. under and are, over my head. Are you trying time. jokes out again on the podcast, Brian? <laughs> we <laughs> talked hey, about this. <laughs> These are off the top <laughs> of the head, baby. Don't worry. I got it, Brian. I, I stand with you, electric Thank boy you. and felony man and Lord <laughs> of Liberty. We are going to. We are here to start the revolution. These are our wonder our, libertarians unite. Our super villain <laughs> irrelevance. These can be our super <laughs> our super villain <laughs> nicknames. Electric boy, come along. Be right there, <laughs> Lord of Liberty. I can't believe oh, Jamie Fox was it being electric boy. Oh yeah, terrible oh, that, Spider-Man, yeah, right? The electro, yeah. yeah, that was that was not good. <laughs> no, he was a lot better on the in new one, color. The new was one was right. pretty good. I didn't see it yet. Oh, the, the uh, you was, didn't see that yet. I don't see anything, man. I'm lazy. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen shit. I, I'm bad about getting in the movies. But, well, Odie hasn't seen a movie in 17 years, so. Odie, what's <laughs> the last movie you saw? Yeah. Literally. I'm curious. Last movie I saw? God. Like in a theater? I, um, in, in general. I'll accept, in I'll general. accept any answer right now. Yeah, you, you, I, any movie we bring up, you've never seen it. <laughs> I saw show. one pretty recently. I can't remember what the heck it was. <laughs> was um, it really? Memento? Because that would think be the ironic. one movie you saw I, would leave an impression. I, I would say, like, well, my wife and I, we start a lot of movies, then we get, like, five minutes in. This sucks. We just turn it off and just, I don't know, watch <laughs> like, Suits or something. Sometimes you got to give it a little build. Maybe you guys suck. You thought about that? <laughs> no attention. There is another option here. <laughs> it's possible. You know, they say some people aren't made for the movies, but maybe the movies just aren't made <laughs> for some people. That's yeah. I have no idea really what true. that means. Um, did I ask you what you're drinking, Mike? Oh, uh, I am drinking <laughs> in honor of in honor I of Senator get a 3% Rand Paul. Raise at Lions of Liberty this okay? year. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get it. You're doing your job. I'm, I'm drinking uh, Maker's Mark, good old bourbon oh, from yeah, Kentucky. Oh yeah, Paul. Nice. That's what it was. You and <laughs> you and PJW there are both drinking the same out of the same <laughs> bottle, two straws. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Yeah, that wasn't an impression, guys. They're actually roommates. Paul Joseph Watson and Mike Rangatelli. He said <laughs> oh, he'd come on so for the awful. first five minutes, but that's all the time he could give us. You're late on this month's rent. <laughs> Flipping coins for the top bunk. By the way, maybe that's hold on. That's maybe a good left segue. The filthy dishes out again. <laughs> that might be a segue into the first interesting discussion topic. Because you know, okay, so you saw that article that uh, on our little email chain. So Howie shared this guy Howie Snowden. I don't know if you know him or not, Mike, but he shared this article about Rand Paul. It was written in a guy who takes great. acid and listens to Lions Liberty all day. Come on, he knows. <laughs> yeah, that's who true. does. Yes, he might not know his name, but he'll know that voice. Yeah, I know six Howie hours Snowden. in. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, take out of here. Like that. Um, <laughs> oh dead on impression. <laughs> that is so, not a dead on impression. But, but he on. shared a he shared an article basically from this editor 92%. of Red Alert Politics, and he's saying like Rand Paul's uh, you know steadfast absolute rejection of the new healthcare Graham Cassidy healthcare bill marks why libertarians are irrelevant. And I was just say on Electric Liberty Land, I was saying that. I actually think the bill could do some good if we're gonna, if it's that or nothing, which I think that's what it's going to be. So, wonder what do you think? Like, what's the what's the what's the haps, guys? What's your take on this bill? I hate all bills <laughs> except dollar bills. Cosby. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we shouldn't get into Cosby right now because I don't know. People get weird when you talk about if only we had a I don't, I don't know what I it have is. This milky eye. People get all crazy when you talk about rapists. I have no idea why. It's really why. Yeah. Well, no, I got to be honest. I, I haven't really been paying too much attention to that. Number one, I don't have healthcare, uh, and uh, I don't really. Uh, yeah, I have. I, I haven't been really focusing on it too much. But uh, Wait, you, but you no, don't I, have I think healthcare. How how are you no. alive without health insurance? <laughs> why aren't you dead? I, I, I know, right? It's well, you know, I'm young. I take pretty good care of myself. So, you know, I went. To, I, I I have a routine doctor visits. They always tell me that I'm I'm good, in shape. So, you know, good to go. Drink a green juice every day. There you go. That's it. How are That's you not in jail? Or is it? Were you legally required to buy Obamacare like as of as of before Trump was in office? Otherwise, do you get a, a fine and put in prison if you don't pay it? <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that on a podcast. <laughs> um. Well, that, that's part of the problem with Obamacare. The fine. It's a lot less Michael, than come actually out. getting insurance. We know you're in there. So. <laughs> Buy your health care. You're going straight to jail. That's how it works, right? Yeah, no, I don't know. I've never worked in law enforcement, so I don't situation. know really how you arrest people for that. 
Well, yeah, no, is... but I, I, I haven't been paying attention to, to Rand's healthcare thing, but I, I was paying attention to him, uh, you know, opposing this uh, defense budget, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, Rand Paul makes a much better senator than he, do, than he does, uh, you know, running for president, I just got to say. So, uh, you know, I'm with him with that. He well, didn't really succeed. With Rand know. Paul, he's like a. Per- I mean, it's not. It's a good thing about him too. When he is a senator, I, I, I agree. Is standing up against. He listening to his audio of standing up against endless wars and uh, you know sunsetting the provisions that allow these wars to just continue uh, funded forever. Like that almost almost sounds like Ron Paul just standing up there and, and railing against it. I mean, that's the Rand Paul everyone wanted to have running for president that everyone wanted to have twenty four seven. But it seems like and it seems like he was largely that. Uh, he said a lot of things that here and there we might disagree with but he seemed at least ron paul ish in the beginning it was only when he started to ramp up for a presidential campaign that i think he seemed to get a lot of you know advisors that quote unquote knew what they were doing that said well maybe you should just tweak this thing here for the evangelicals maybe you should back off this thing maybe you should say something nice about israel next thing you know he basically sounds like the rest of the candidates and you know it's not it's not the same guy that once that leash is off once the consultants are gone or whatever you know he's more back to this guy that we see uh, actually standing up for something. Yeah, he definitely yeah. started sucking a lot of Israel dick when he was running for president. That's <laughs> for damn sure. And uh, and he also like totally I guess I'll mark this justice explicit. reform. Yeah, I think like, so. Justice reform was his big thing. He's touring around going to black colleges. Then he didn't mention it once during like any of the presidential debates. Is like, Rand, this is like your big in with like anybody that's independent, man. And he just totally dropped it. Completely, completely left it off the uh, the roster of things or the docket of things to discuss. Why do we yeah, always? I think, uh, to once this? Trump made fun of his hair, it was all over. It was literally all <laughs> over. Rand's like, "This guy didn't sign the pledge. This guy didn't say." Oh, I and, know. And then oh, Rand's like, and, yeah. "And then Trump's like, Rand, your hair's stupid. Goodbye." And then that was it. Yeah. It was just like, you hear that. this guy down here? You hear this guy? Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> Look at this guy. I, I, yeah. He's all the way out down of there. All, out of all things to interject and try and make your presence uh, known in the debates, he chooses that. Like toe the party line. That was <laughs> yeah, right. Terrible. Horrible. And, horrible. and what, what kind of projection like of, of what that political process was going to play out is that? Because clearly we saw, uh, I mean, Bernie got a lot of traction and Trump got a, enough traction to become president. And I think a large part of both of their appeal was their, to the degree it's real or not, is irrelevant, their appeal to their independence, their independence from the establishment, their independence from the system. Trump basically ran a campaign on not being owned. And you can say he's, he's kind of establishment now, and I would say you're right. But that has nothing to do with reality. As we know, when it comes to elections, people vote on their feelings, and they both put out the feeling of, we are independent, we are fighting the man, we are not what you've seen before. Uh, but Rand seemed to start off with, no, we are. We got to be cookie-cutter Republicans, and we got to get in line with whoever becomes the, the guy. And, you know, it, it was just a totally wrong strategy uh, to, to pick up any kind of traction. Well, here's a question yeah. for you, right? If Rand had embraced the hair on his head, if Rand had dyed his body a dark tan color like in the movie Soul Man, how far would he have gotten in the presidential race? (laughs) (laughs) He could have been like Uh, a halfway Trump, halfway Ben Carson up there. Yeah, he'd be president by now. Yeah, he would definitely be president. Until that's, a, that's another movie I haven't seen. So, oh well, you got to watch that, man. That's a. This that's is why we should be political consultants and quit the yeah, podcast. Google that right now. Rand, I filled a bathtub with dye, and you got to get in. Do I yeah, have no, to go but he, de- he he def- he definitely, you know, I mean, like it, it, during that race, it was just like it's so stupid to 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 have all those advisors and everybody chirping in your ear to play it this way, play it that way, try and get the GOP base. I mean, he should have just took it as an opportunity like his father did to communicate the message. You know, that was really, you know, you're not, you might not win, but you're going to get the message out there. You're going to convert people. That's what I would have liked to see. Yeah. But, you know, because at least you're telling you the do? truth. Like Ron, yeah. even though everybody knew he wasn't going to win, but at least he was telling the truth. And you, yeah, you are converting people to the way of thinking that's important. Yeah, yeah. He spoke with passion and he communicated a feeling that really, you know, I think touched everybody when he was running. Touched everybody. That sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think, I think what hurt Rand, it's kind of weird to say it this way, but he had too much success early. Like way out ahead of like the uh, way before Trump was even in the race, he was polling at number one. He was the favorite. So I think that made the people around him at least kind of insulate him and say, well, Rand, you can't say that. You can't say this. That'll you know, you're, you're the front runner. You, you got to act like a front runner. And I think it kind of constrained him. And he was afraid to he was afraid to say things like his dad would say he wouldn't go out and say end the Fed because he was kind of locked in 
as a front runner in as a mainstream <laughs> candidate. How much so less I, inspiring than Ed the Fed is? Audit the Fed. Audit the Fed. <laughs> Read their books. Hire an accounting firm. Count like, the money. <laughs> Count the money. <laughs> it just doesn't get you off your butt yeah. to go, doesn't to go the, rally. It doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah. yeah. It really doesn't. Well, coming, coming full circle, though, to what you're saying before, though, it was nice to see him up there uh, fighting against those, like trying to get that the uh, AUMF to end. And, and by the way, I just love how fucking cowardly are all these douchebags in the Senate. You got Donald Trump who everybody hates on both sides of the aisle. They both say that they hate Donald Trump and then the one chance, you got this chance to rein in his war powers and they're all like nah, that's fine. Oh my like, god. Yeah, I know. It's fucking time to do it. Now is the time. If you're not going to do it for this guy, who are you ever going to do it for? Right, exactly. I mean, this is the only issue that we get bipartisan agreement on. You know, it's like, oh, of course. And then the, all the Democrats that have voted for this and where's it falls on deaf ears on the left. You know, they don't even seem to care. They're just like, all right, whatever. I don't know. This is this is how it's always been, I guess. Right. Like if they were really the anti-war party, wouldn't they have been like made a big deal out about this and be like, hey, we got it. We got to put this in. We got to get this back in our pocket. Nah, nothing. Well, I think I think most of the left actually voted voted for Rand's bill or for the for the amendment. I think it was the like the entire. Uh, it was sixty-one right to thirty-six. So yeah, it was, it was it was less than the amount they have. Uh, in actually, there. no, sixty-one to thirty-one was the final vote. Yeah. So oh, what is? Yeah, I don't even know what the split is right now in the Senate. It's like 50, 50, 51, or fifty-two yeah, to forty-eight or something. It's really close. Yeah, it's, it's fifty-two to forty-eight. I think. So I guess that's most. I guess you could say. Yeah, but yeah, still, I mean. All those scumbags on the left who go around saying, "Well, Trump, he's got his finger on the nuclear button. He's going to kill us all." And then, yeah, they won't take it away. So, fuck well, and also, no one was talking about it except Rand. You like, where are these Democrats? What are these Democrats that are out there stumping to get these war powers reined in? They'll talk about all this other bullshit. You got, you got fucking Maxine Waters stumping to get uh, Trump, Trump uh, impeached at a guy's goddamn funeral earlier this week, but she can't stand up and say, hey, we should rein in his war powers a little bit. And oh, try that to get funeral contact. thing was unbelievable. Yeah, Dick Gregory's funeral. Do you guys know like, about that? Oh, no, I don't, I don't know about it. What happened? I, I happened to hear it on a different podcast I won't name. Just kidding. No, it was Jason Stapleton. Yeah, Stapleton he, he played, played a clip played from a lot it. Of it. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. It was unreal. Well, she's ridiculous. The, uh, yeah. Oh, she's insane. She was screaming so hard I thought her wig was going to fall off. It was a, it's a funeral <laughs> for this comedian, and the comedian, I'm, I'm sure he... I mean, he maybe he would agree with every word she said, but it's like supposed to be this somber funeral, and she's given this speech about how they're going to storm the White House and end white supremacy and destroy Donald Trump, and it's just like, okay, anything anything to say about this guy? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like a call yeah. response. She's like, impeach! Oh. I will, I will get out there and I will impeach Forty Eight, and I will get this. He's a liar. He's a cheat. He's a problem. And everybody's like, hey man, it was like fucking ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, what about this dead guy here? You care about him? No, we care about <laughs> Donald All Trump right. killed him. They're gonna go on a march in the streets and have Dick Gregory's body like on a like a puppets puppet sticks like at a <laughs> oh, like God. at a Mardi Gras in uh, New Orleans where they have those guys march through the streets. You are so no? offensive. Did I lose everybody there. <laughs> I was digging it. You are on fire. Look it up. I am. I'm already two beers in, and we're in 25 minutes I'm, in the podcast. I'm more than that in, but I I gotta pick it up. I got to pick up the whiskey drinking. That's what it is. Yeah, you do get, you do get funnier been, the more I've been drinking since noon. You you were telling me you were drinking <laughs> earlier when I messaged you. You're like, well, like, you got to start sometime. Mike, I just started drinking. <laughs> He's like, I'm a full time employee now. I start drinking at noon. That's my day off. <laughs> I mean, shit. They're a lot more rare now. I got to use them wisely by drinking and podcasting. Yeah, it's called it's called living but, the dream. Meanwhile, I heard Odie. Uh, you were sitting next to a guy that got fired. I heard you tipped off your boss. Told him you were used. You was using drugs. That's well. That that is not true at all. Yeah, I'd I'd rather not not talk about my job. But yes, people do get fired in corporate America from time to time. It does happen. It does happen. Yes, it does. (laughs) That's why uh, we're all building this Liberty Cash Cow in the background. So when shit hits the fan, boom! Watch out. Exactly. That's why we're we're raking it, raking in the money. Right? You guys are rich now, right? The four hundred thousand dollar pride levels where we all quit our tens of tens of dollars are lining my pockets. Um, so hold on, unless Mark is something else or somebody else has another topic, I really I have nothing to... in my mind at all. I thought okay. you, know, you guys knew that because <laughs> I got to talk about this. Is this you is love so your funny. Graham Cassidy? You don't want to? You don't want to make us talk about that more? No, no, we're all like boring. Onto war and other who stuff. Knows, 
Nobody knows enough about it. I'm not going to bother. I yelled I, about I it. I listened for like to your show about it. I mean, 10 minutes, I, I yeah. might come to a different conclusion, but you can. Well, I understand. And I, like I, I said, get both sides of it, though. That. You laid out both sides pretty well, I think. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing I got to talk and about then this. And became a status. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? A good status, though, as we uh, have said. <laughs> no, uh, Roger, Roger Paxton wants to choke you right now. <laughs> he's no a big such guy. thing as a good status. Every time I try to do Rogers <laughs> an impression of him, it, it turns into Alex. You know what? Roger Pax is a big guy, but I think I could slip out and probably take him like with an elbow in the back of the head. Well, next when, year like, we're all going to go to Pork Fest, <laughs> which Rogers running and he invited us to, and you're going to wrestle him. Oil wrestling, Roger. You and me. <laughs> I presume the oil. Yeah, of course. Two ball oh, you, you, you guys up. are all going. You guys are all going to that. We're discussing it. We, I yeah, think we sure, promised Roger we would. We've been so formally think, invited. Yeah. There's talks of uh, doing some nice. live podcasts. Yeah, you should, you should come that. along. Let's bring all the Liberty, the cool Liberty kids. Yeah, I think that would be cool. It's in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. Yeah. In the summer with mosquitoes. That's the part I don't like, but whatever. You know what? So they, never, like, they never bite me, I think, because I don't have blood like a human. All right, you'll stand in front of us. <laughs> take take the brunt. Get behind me. Well, it'll be like when on The Walking Dead, they like wipe zombie blood on them. We'll just like wipe your sweat on us, and hopefully that'll protect us. Perfect. And semen. Uh, well, I mean, I guess we could talk about that off air or in the bonus in the, in the bonus segment. <laughs> That's why you got to join members. the Lions Liberty Pride, folks, because you <laughs> find out. If you think this is weird, just it's, you wait. Just, just you wait till the after dark periscoping. Um, <laughs> all right. So think here's of a new the, topic. I'm going to drink whiskey. Here's what I want to bring up is this this uh, hilarious article that just came out in The Washington Post about Kim Jong-un's response to uh, to Trump sanctions on North Korea. And Kim Jong-un, he goes, I will tame the mentally deranged U.S. dotard with fire. What's a dotard? I, I got to say, uh, you know what? Say what you will about Kim Jong-un's ability to rule, but got to go away with words. These two are made for each other. Yeah, he, <laughs> call, he, called, he called him a, a, a dotard? What, what, what the hell is that? A dotard? I think it's like a dullard. It sounds dullard. It's like dollar plus retard. I think. I think. It's, yeah, right. It's like uh, I think like a mentally. I thought. I think it even might have been. Yeah. An, an, and oh, an PC police. Person, I'm not saying retard. I'm just saying Kim Jong Un might have been. That's all. An old person who is weak or senile. So he's a mentally deranged old person who's weak or senile, and he's going to tame him with fire. Oh, that's a good insult. Just, just fire. Okay. Yeah, just not nuclear fire. weapons. Not, I guess not the fury. He's not. He's, he's just, not he, just going to light a match. Yeah. <laughs> fire. Uh, what like about a, that? Ang- an angry, uh, angry, like teenage pyro. Uh, yeah. uh, on the subject of like of Rand Paul's anti-war talk, which we love. What did you guys think of? Uh, did anybody see Donald Trump's? Uh, I guess you might say pro-war. I don't even know if it was pro-war. You could argue that it wasn't necessarily, but it was at least threatening, uh, saber rattling, as U.S. presidents often do in other countries. Uh, over I not only North Korea, it. but also Iran. I didn't see it, but I, I saw some snippets. Um, uh, 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 what's funny is, like, the, the people I hear criticizing the speech don't criticize it for the same reasons I would. Like, I'm upset that he's, you know, might bomb countries, and they're upset that he said Rocket Man. Like, it's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's right it's, right uh, at the UN of all places to say Rocket Man <laughs> to are world leader. because he said Rocket Man? Really? Uh, Rocket Man. Well, they think it's making a joke of things, but it's it also... Is. My favorite, it's my it favorite is. song, and that's what, terrific <laughs> song, Elton John, Rocket Man. <laughs> Unbelievable song. Terrific he, song. He wrote it I, I love it to follow it up in next next press conference. He goes, uh, Jong Jong and the Jets. <laughs> 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 Anything, nothing would surprise me at this point. Once he tweeted that re- that uh, wrestling meme, I was like, he does not give two shits, does he? Oh, did you see? He also he also retweeted a, a gif of a of himself thing. or a gif of him hitting a golf ball and then uh, it cutting to another shot of Hillary Clinton tripping down the <laughs> stairs and somebody edited in a golf ball hitting her in the back of the head. That was amazing. I love <laughs> so, those things. So I I just absolutely love all. Like I wish I had the skills to do all that stuff. It's, I'm always so amazed whenever something goes down, and then right away on Twitter, there's like these uh, you know animated photoshopped gifs. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I'm just. I mean, that's really the culture that we're living in right now. I mean, the the, the meme wars, the the gif wars, whatever. They're they're, they're winning people over. Any if, meme you can think of, if you think of it and try to look for it, 4chan already did it. Like, people have already yeah. done it. You couldn't even do it. You couldn't be fast enough. I couldn't be fast enough. Other, obviously, some people are, but my yeah, I tried to get. Like I tried to get in on it, and my, my skills are very <laughs> mediocre, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uh, 4chan might have done more for this country than any organization that uh, has existed yet. I mean, I the Shia LaBeouf thing alone. That, that's the gift that keeps brilliant. on giving. Yeah. 
They are. The, I mean, it's just like there's something to be said for just ultimate trolling, and it's like and not giving like they are the ultimate nihilists. They don't like they don't give a shit about anything. Any everything's on the table. There's no PC. There's no anything. They're just like we are going to go after it and make fun of it. And there's no rules, just right, like Outback Steakhouse. I, that, that just reminded I, me. I think the last <laughs> movie that we watched was with Shia LaBeouf. It was that movie when he was like a traveling magazine salesman. Have you guys seen that? Why the fuck would you watch that movie? I mean, you're going to watch ter- one movie in the last in the 10 years. Why is it seven years. Let's pull up a Shia LaBeouf terrible. flick. God. Awful. I thought you were going to say it was the new Indiana Jones movie that was awful. That crystal, oh, kingdom of the terrible, crystal skulls. Yeah. Oh, with Jesus the aliens? Christ. Come on. Yeah, aliens. You guys weren't so. high enough. If you Steven look at Spielberg. it as a comedy, it's sweet. Come on. <laughs> That's the only way it can be sweet. I just, I, I hate old Indiana Jones. That's like, I hate when they bring back these guys, you know, and they make these these old sequels, you know, like years later. I like the young Indiana Jones going out, doing stuff, rescuing his father, Sean Connery, punching Nazis. Real Nazis, by That's the way. The, That's the way you, you don't can like punch old a Nazi. Han Solo? You know what? All these, all yeah, these, like all these Antifa, so we should just have a program where when you sign up for Antifa, you give us your address, we mail you a DVD of Indiana Jones, you watch some Nazi <laughs> punching, and you chill the fuck out. That's it. I gotta learn. Learn history. Watch Indiana Jones. <laughs> That's how you <laughs> That's punch real, Nazis. Right? Yeah. All right. You know, I do want to see, I'm, I'm amped to see old uh, Harrison Ford in the new Blade Runner, though. I'm, I'm oh, yeah. yeah. I hope that's good. I believe in the power of Gosling Ford. I'm looking forward to the the sequel where uh, old Harrison Ford uh, crashes his airplane in the golf course like two miles from my house. Oh, wait. <laughs> that one already came out. I'm looking for another one. Seriously, he's crashed like two airplanes. I what know. Maybe he's it's time to take a break, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> I can call him Harry, right? Maybe you're not cut out for that. <laughs> All right. Um, what else? Harrison Ford flying. And where, where can we pivot from there? I know where we can pivot. We can pivot to a quick word from today's sponsors. How about that? I'm going to go get another beer. Hey, guys, this is Roger Paxton. And if you're fed up with the government running every single aspect of your life, but you're not listening to the Lava Flow podcast yet, then what's wrong with you? Check us out at thelavaflow.com or just go back to sucking up to the government. The Lava Flow podcast, striking the root every single episode. This is Chris Spangle, and I am the host of We Are Libertarians, which you can find in iTunes, Google Play, or at wearelibertarians.com. We are a podcast that brings you all of the irreverence that modern politics deserves by examining current events from a libertarian perspective. So please, check us out at wearelibertarians.com. Hey everyone, the Johnny Rocket Launchpad is Liberty. Each week we strive to bring you the best guests in talk radio. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad delivers weekly interviews of noteworthy politicians, experts, and activists. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad is bringing the party to the Libertarian Party and launching ideas in your direction. Check us out at johnnyrocketlaunchpad.com. You can hear me, Kurt Nelson, and the beautiful Heather Nixon talk about the ideas of liberty, rock and roll. That's right. You need to listen to all those fantastic podcasts. We call these shows the League of Liberty. It's the Lava Flow. We got uh, the Johnny Rocket Launchpad. We are libertarians. We have all teamed up to form a group of just kick-ass podcasts. And uh, this is the first time I'm announcing this anywhere, I believe. This Wednesday, for Lions of Liberty Pride members, this coming Wednesday, we have a very special brand new podcast called The League of Liberty featuring myself, Johnny Adams, Chris Bangle of We Are Libertarians, Roger Paxton of The Lava Flow. We just recorded it the other day. That will be released this coming Wednesday to not only members of the Lions of Liberty Pride, but to um, supporters of Roger Paxton and Lava Flow on Patreon, to um, supporters of the Johnny Rocket Launchpad, members of their their backstage pass, and to uh, We Are Libertarians uh, Patreon supporters. So if you subscribe to any of our shows, and you should really at least be subscribing to ours before you subscribe to anybody else's, Uh, but if you subscribe to any of them, you're going to get that show this coming Wednesday. So look forward to that, my friends. And uh, speak Speaking of Patreon, Mike, why don't you just uh, tell us what you got going now? You you decided to leave part of the problem and, and go to focus on your own project with Mike Adelic. Uh, why don't you, before we get too drunk and totally forget about it, tell us what you've been doing these last few months here. 
Yeah, cool. Thanks. And I just got to say, that's awesome. You guys are doing that like libertarians supporting each other, lifting each other up. It's so much better than the stupid infighting that happens, you know? So that's so cool. You guys have a good crew, good group of people, podcasters, writers, you know, that's, that's just really awesome to see that. So that, that's what, that's what this movement needs. If anything, it's, you know, all of us helping each other out and stuff. So anything I could do to help you guys, of course, and Mark, you are the man. Absolutely. You know, putting your money where your mouth is. You, you recently just donated to my Patreon. I got to say that's, just you know, it warms my little cold libertarian heart to see hey, that uh, that happen. <laughs> yeah, from all you guys. So in truth, Ryan, um, in tr- I'm yeah. just funneling pride money. I'm just funneling a little pride money to bank rank. So thanks, thanks, pride members for paying for that. Just kidding. It's no. uh, it's, it's totally it's, awesome. So yeah, I the got funds are separated. The funds are separated. <laughs> I got this podcast, Mikeadelic, and uh, and you know it's uh, it focuses on the healing power of psychedelics, but also more importantly on cognitive liberty and you know of course liberty as a whole, which I feel is very important. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's uh, I'm having fun doing the show. I recently just uh, did an episode with Thaddeus Russell uh, that was uh, that was really good. Uh, such a pleasure to talk to that guy. And um, yeah, that. if you want to check it out, go find it. It's everywhere. It's on iTunes everywhere, and you can. Even and support me on Patreon if you if you'd like as well. You have a pretty broad range of, of guests too. That's what I like because it's like you'll have somebody like Thaddeus who's very um, like he's very philosophical and very smart and can talk on like any uh, political subject or historical subject and philosophical subject. And then you have like Gordon White who is is like we'll talk about magic <laughs> and like yeah. and like and like other dimensions and like cool shit like that. But it, somehow it all really does tie into I think your the overall philosophy you're you're trying to convey, and that is really freeing your mind, whether it's thinking about things in a radically different way or uh, ingesting substances that that help you with that. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, the ingesting substances part is like like in my intro or bio or whatever I say, it's like with a psychedelic point of view. You know, a lot of these psychedelic shows and drug related shows, they talk about kind of like using substances and all that stuff. Mine's more about kind of empowering individuals uh, to have direct experiences, whatever those may be, you know, kind of uh, just having the freedom to do that. So that's that's kind of more of what I'm about. And that's why I say I am I emphasize cognitive liberty. So there you go, folks. Right, it's not just Mike uh, taking acid for eight hours every week. No, no, although no, that I, I would probably listen to that too. To Actually, I did. I recently <laughs> did do. I really, I recently did do a podcast where I recorded myself uh, on mushrooms and just kind of whatever was coming out of my mouth, and I decided to to put it on there. Uh, it could be. It probably sounds completely insane, but uh, I put it out there, and uh, yeah, I got some good feedback from it. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next step, I think, of this show. When we start introducing the psychedelics. Gotta be. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they're not for everybody, but everybody should have the freedom to choose if they We should they see should. what we should do, we should watch Troll Two and record the Troll Two watching on Oh Mars. my god. Oh yeah, we we owe Justin Zelensky, Pride member, uh as far as I know, the only one who really wants us to do it, but <laughs> oh, people uh, will I want love us it. to do it. I want us to do it. And everybody people, loved everybody loved the first one. Other yeah. people will want us to do it more than they ever realize when they see this fucking uh, Mike, have you seen Troll Two, by the way? I have not. Dude, oh, if there is oh. one thing you do, I, I, I don't care what state you're in. You should probably drink or at least smoke some weed or something. But uh, it is just the – I don't even know how to describe it. It's the best B movie ever. It's actually known as like one of the best B movies ever. And it's not even a, a sequel to the movie Troll, which is actually like a kind of decent but still kind of shitty B movie. And then <laughs> that was popular enough for this other movie that wasn't called Troll at all to just decide we're just going to call ourselves Troll 2. And uh, then we're gonna put out this shitty movie. This even oh my god! Movie. I just I just googled it. It looks horrifying. It just oh, looks like a bunch so of good. the cover is like a bunch of John McCain's on it. Oh, you might want to watch it. You might it looks watch like it John tonight. McCain's covered in green ooze in burlap sacks. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's uh, that's I think that John is McCain's is. hometown is Nilbog. You only get that joke if you've seen Troll Two. And I won't spoil what it means. <laughs> no, don't. Does does Troll One at least have these similar creatures no, in it? These absolutely trolls? not. Nope. Not at all. I think it has. <laughs> They're Mark not Davis related movies. It. They're literally unrelated movies. But the people that made this other movie decided to after after Troll came out, like, hey, let's just change the title to Troll Two. Let's just do that because Troll like, was such a big hit. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you made if you made a movie called Top Gun Two, but it was about driving around in boats in a lake. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's it. And it's no relationship. And it started Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's good stuff. Uh, what else? Can we I, talk li- about? 
I lo- I love those B movies though. I don't. I I mean, oh, the best. That, those are great. I, I haven't gotten into too many of them. I but mean, the, the, the best B, seen... B movies are when they know they're B movies and accept it. Yes. Or yeah. sometimes there is the other extreme of they they so they so much don't know that it's that it's just as good. But well, hold on, have any of you seen? I know Odie hasn't. Have any of you seen <laughs> The Wraith with Charlie Sheen? No. Uh, was that a oh. movie? That was just, just oh, a, it's a movie and a it is movie. fan fucking tastic it's got charlie sheen in it as i got i I can't even give it away all i can say is young charlie sheen before he made it big because he's clearly in this movie so he's not made it big yet and uh there's a car that's also a ghost that also kills people (laughs) a lot of spoilers (laughs) right there and the car is the hero (laughs) that's a major well i I have to see that now that that. sounds yeah that sounds incredible and while we're on the top if we're on the topic of movies, I just want to give a quick uh, shout out to this podcast that was on recently. It's a libertarian podcast called Actual Anarchy. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. They discuss, I've heard of those guys. Yeah, they oh, discuss yeah. movies from a uh, libertarian perspective. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Cool. I get good shout out to Actual Anarchy. They tweet at me sometimes. Hi, Actual Anarchy. <laughs> I believe our pride member. I believe it's our pride member, Jake Chabal uh, Lundstrom. That's a big fan of those guys. He was he was hooking us up. So yeah, we'll have to do a, a combo with them at some point. Just uh, you know, get really drunk and watch movies, which we would do anyway. Yeah, which I do anyway, and a- all the time. Analyze them from a libertarian perspective. Yeah, yeah. That's the one thing right. we didn't really do too much of when we watched They Live. We watched it and we made fun of it, and then we didn't really dive too too far into. It. Have you seen They Live? I yelled well, out one of my one of my favorites. Themes. There we yeah. go. My favorites. <laughs> Troll 2 has no libertarian themes in it. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> other than, the, other than actually, you know I don't what? Want, don't Troll spoil has, anything. Mike hasn't no, no. seen it yet. Keep it in Troll mind. Troll 2 <laughs> has the most libertarian theme in that there are there's actually there's actually no intellectual property laws, apparently. Nice. like There's a bunch of trolls. They're trying to kill people, and one guy's just like, and the Fed. Like, <laughs> well, where'd that come from? <laughs> it's one line. <laughs> yeah. Troll number thirty-four, played by Ron. If Paul. I ever, if I ever get a movie made, <laughs> there will be one guy in it, just one scene yelling "End the Fed" for no reason. Uh, yeah, okay, here you go. Ready? Topic: yeah. Asteroids. Should we give a fuck? Hmm. Uh, I mean, I we should not want to die from them. Well, yeah. I think. Are, are, are you are you assuming the Earth is round? Then. Yeah, that's a, that's a <laughs> big leap glo- you're taking you right now, Are you assuming a globe? I'm presuming a globe, yes. <laughs> if we got a globe, we got problems. In a I libertarian mean... <laughs> society, who blows up the asteroids? And go. Mm, I'll Man? do it. <laughs> no, Rocket Man. Yeah. <laughs> he seems the gonna, obvious choice. <laughs> we're going to send well, the courageous Rocket Man. <laughs> I'd like to thank North Korea for blowing up the asteroid. They are our greatest allies. We've all seen. Well, we can still keep on the topic of, of movies with this. Uh, we've all seen. Um, what's the movie? Armageddon. <laughs> uh, oh, Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah. That's one of them, it, and there's the other one with um, they, like two came out at the same time. What's the other the, one? Right, Deep Impact. Which Deep Impact. I don't think. There was, we go. Deep Impact wasn't that good, but Armageddon was good. I mean, here you go. You, the government has to hire a uh, private firm of drillers, and they send them off into space, and uh, hijinks ensue. Right? Isn't that pretty much it? <laughs> that hijinks, is pretty much it. Hijinks do ensue. It was enjoyable, yeah. except that you had to look at uh, what's her face, Steven Tyler's daughter and her wonky eye. God damn. Yeah, I love Tyler. Yeah. Throws me off, man. Throws me off. She has a wonky eye. I never She's noticed. She's got that. wonky eyes. Like there's something. It's something off with her eyeballs all the time. It's like they're they're not they're not lined up right. She's got it's, wonky she's got eyes. Yeah, that would be a good song. It would be. <laughs> But yeah, that's the tune of Betty Davis eyes. I guess I guess the government might turn towards an Elon Musk and be like, Elon, you got to go what, fuck this asteroid it, up. You right? know what Deep Impact had, had that uh, uh, Armageddon didn't, and that is uh, Morgan Freeman as president. So. Mm, mm. Oh, we can't survive fuck, an asteroid fuck, attack with Trump and Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman sucks. Ooh. <laughs> Are you just Why? saying that to be controversial? I or love Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> No, because Morgan Morgan Freeman was recently uh, he recently had this um, uh, I don't know what it's called, but he video or whatever of him talking about how we have to you know fear Russia that we have to take Russia this Russian fear seriously and oh, you know all what? this stuff. Uh, yeah, He's yeah, on yeah. That I don't know. Morgan Freeman's war with Russia video shouldn't be taken seriously, says uh, the Kremlin. Oh, well. <laughs> well, I gotta watch that now. 
But yeah. hold on. Should we get I do want to get Freeman back to on? this asteroid thing. Just Should... because. Hold on. Hear me out here. I if we're going to send someone into space to blow up an asteroid, you got Elon Musk. He's already got permission to drill shit in Los Angeles. He's already got the rockets. He's already got the spacesuits. And he's got the money. Who better to defend us from asteroids? Yeah, he's he's got the money from government subsidies. That's where he has, gets his money from. Oh, has, has he right done? Right has he done anything with space travel? Like ha- haven't his uh, his rockets blown up as soon as they've gone in the air? Pretty much. Of course, they're hitting the dome on the flat Earth. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> where else they going to go? Neck and neck with North Korea. He's but already I mean, fired but, rockets but really? closer to Guam. We we we'd be we'd be pretty you know we we are capable of taking out an asteroid right like if it was seriously coming at us we we have a military so. might we just I, I don't think we, we have are. a come on we have a eight hundred billion dollar defense budget what do you think it's going towards rock it's <laughs> it's going towards asteroid defense right eighty eighty billion dollars richer now they just approved another eighty another eighty Jesus Christ yep. it is funny so, how they'll send like. You know, little like fucking little trinkets into space to like shoot nice, pretty pictures of planets and stuff. And then there's like, do we have like a gun that can shoot an asteroid? Should we work on that? I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think. I mean, not necessarily. I, I don't think that the government should be the ones in the ideal society who are protecting us against uh, space, uh, space terror. But uh, if they're gonna be confiscating my money and spending like whatever it is on space, maybe that should be like a, a top priority. You know, that's all. I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking the argument. Of course, if somebody had, if a private institution had built a, a laser that could blow up an asteroid from space, and they're like, oh, what? That this private guy is gonna own this laser? What if he says he's not gonna <laughs> blow the asteroid up unless he can fuck all of our? <laughs> just make that up <laughs> who, 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 owns that? who owns that larry flint like, like, all right i got the asteroid shooter i'm gonna shoot this asteroid now let me fuck all your wives but i gotta fuck all your wives you've got well, it's like that old got one like week stupid, it's a stupid argument this thing's gonna strike made. in seven days yeah, it's like, you know, oh, you want to use my, my private road? I got to fuck your wife. Like, By the um, way, I'm in a wheelchair. They got to do all the work. I, I guess it's not really that much of a threat. We never hear about any of these threats from space. And anytime we hear about something from space, nobody gives a shit. So. That makes you think it is yeah. a threat <laughs> if they're not That's telling it. us about it. It's, it's, it's funny maybe. that we talk about this today where the world, we're recording this beforehand, obviously. The world's supposed to end on the 23rd. Have you heard about this? We're going to feel like such no, idiots because that's the yeah, day before a, this uh, fucking some... podcast airs. Some uh, some group is saying that there's a planet supposed to collide with Earth. Should I release the this the second we're done, see just, in case, just in case that we? Yeah, die. yeah, put it out a day early. If, if, if I it, don't care about dying, but it would be a damn shame if we did this whole show and just no one ever heard it ever. Because I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going out that way because at least everybody goes out. You know, it's just like we're all done. That's it, game over. You know, what would, I would suck hate would it be if, if it hits? It's like the kind that's like it just hits and it just makes a dark cloud over the earth, and we like slowly die of starvation and cold over like you know months and years. Well, I'm, I'm in New York, so it's always like New York that gets fucked up first. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm trying, yeah. but you got the subways done. to hide in, like rats. Oh my god, yeah, I, I would rather be dead than in that urine-soaked hellhole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's be honest with ourselves though. Let's say uh, an asteroid hits the earth, all the you know things have gone totally to shit. Uh, NAP, out the window or not? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, is here's the it's question. A it's a tough one. <laughs> if Larry Flint builds the builds the ray gun to shoot down the asteroid, but requires that you fuck he fucks your wife before he shoots it, is is he violating the NAP? <laughs> uh, I, I it's a good question. I don't think oh, so. Voluntary. No, it's not. It's a terrible question. <laughs> Why is I think he's fine. And you know what? I'd be fine with that as long as my wife gets to go first. Why would I'd rather go first oh. than last? I guess I, it would be worse if your wife was into it. She's like, you know what? I have to do this for the you planet. Know, honey, I, I really think I really no think this is what I should do. He's like, he, he said he could only fuck the first thousand, but uh, she's like, no, I think I should be the first one. I think I should just go. I th- I'm, I'm going to go now. What? Put me on a monument. I, mean, I think this, 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 you know, catastrophe thing is actually relevant because I think what, what do you guys, how do you gauge like people around you with like the, the North Korea kind of threat? Like I feel a lot, some, a lot of people I talk to are like really scared that like the world's going to end. And oh, I'm no, like, I know, eh, I know a lot of people that are I don't legitimately think so. afraid. I really, really? Oh, God. I, I can't if I imagine California, giving less of I would shit. at least, I would at least be a little bit concerned if I well, were, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be scared, but Odie, you might get like some, some residue uh, floating over there. I hate I to break know. it to you, but on the round earth, like New York, isn't that much farther than California for the missile. It's pretty far away. And the East coast. No, no, it's really not. You just shoot it. I am, thing. I, I, look, I'm 0% afraid of, of getting hit by a fucking nuke. 
I have no doubt. I, I'm not. I mean, there's first off the technology. I've got Try to tweet Matt anyway. to Kim Jong Un, and I'll be impressed. That's that's right, Kim Jong. Come out. Do you have a Twitter? No, it's it's like who gives a shit? They're not gonna. Number one, they're not gonna launch a nuclear missile because they know that it would just wipe them their fucking country off the map. Number two, it probably won't even get here. And number three, if they do launch it, whatever, man, it's gonna hit. If it fucking if I evaporate, eh. What's, what's, <laughs> I'll just be gone. What do I give a shit? It's fine. Yeah, I think that's highly unlikely. I think if I if I was Kim Jong Un, I would I would watch the movie Superman and I would buy up <laughs> all the property in in uh, California, Eastern California, and then just blow Western California uh, out, and then you have waterfront property. Boom, right there, Lex Luthor. I can't believe no evil uh, force in the world has thought of that yet. Maybe they have. Plan. They've been discreet about the sale. They're not like you that's know, yeah publicizing it. Hey, guys, yeah, I see, just bought what, a lot of land in the middle of California. <laughs> don't worry about this rocket thing I'm working on. It's not unrelated at all. I would that's, be a bad, uh, that, that's uh, actually really cheap land in uh, central and uh, eastern California. That's why it's brilliant. Land. Go. So, yeah. Great plan, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Can I afford it? How cheap is it? Can the Lions Liberty Pride... But at, uh, at the one thousand dollar pledge level, we we buy land in Central California. <laughs> yeah, and then we give you an acre of land for a thousand dollars a month, and then we'll build the Lions of Liberty Paradise on the coast. It's going to be great. <laughs> I like it. It's where we'll record all our podcasts and have our all our retreats. LP convention can be there. We'll invite. Yeah, sounds good. Ugh, LP convention. We'll invite uh, Dave Smith and Gary Johnson to speak. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. Gary Johnson. Together, it'd be fun. Wouldn't you want to see those two debate? <laughs> I saw Gary, something just, about that. He's he's fighting to get the debates. You know, like he's going before the Supreme did you Court. See that video he did when he's like in a dark room and he's like, and "I'm he's coming closet. back." Gary Johnson is on the way back because our system's corrupt and someone's got to stand up to it. And I'm like, "Well, he's like, but he's in like he looks like he's being held hostage." He's in. A, I'll, we'll post. I'll post the video in the show notes. It's 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 weird. He is the strangest human being ever. <laughs> the four of us all agree on that. Think about that. Think about what that means, Gary. I can't believe so- there's still people defending him. Say, well, look, look at all the votes he got. Jesus Christ. Well, the problem is he's going to be going to argue that like the uh, the presidential committee on debates should be like, he's going before the Supreme Court, I think. I saw some email Wait, come out. I'm like, I'm like is God damn be- it. I'm like, I don't want Gary Johnson going before the Supreme Court arguing anything. He's like, guys, Your Honor, <laughs> what if I were to just stick out my tongue? And like, uh, what? <laughs> you gonna bring Bill yeah. Weld with him, just shaking his head in the background, oh, just red faced, just shaking right. back and forth. Bill Weld, Bill Weld looks like the uh, Mad Magazine kid, all grown up, yeah. that idiot. Oh, totally, his ears sticking out the sides. Yeah, got that red well, nose. I, Too much booze. I think what we're doing right now is just inefficient. What me? That was more than Gary Johnson. Yeah, yeah, on. that was Ga- that was Gary. Yeah, Shut Bill Weld got a slight got a slight lisp. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's terrible what he's done. I just think it's terrible that like can we all agree? I mean, it's like when I talk to people who aren't libertarians, they don't know anything really about it, but they just kind of hear the name. They go, "Oh yeah, Gary Johnson or like uh, Koch brothers." Like that's it's always the only Aleppo thing that- for me now. Ever Aleppo? since then, Aleppo. It's every every time <laughs> Libertarian Party. Hey Aleppo. Yeah. yeah, right, exactly. Well, or that's the guy does, who got naked. No, you're right, though, Mike. Everybody does know about the Koch brothers. And meanwhile, I, doing a libertarian podcast every week and talking and being libertarian circles, do you know how often the Koch brothers come up? Fucking never. I know, yeah, right? I know what the like, Koch brothers yeah. Hey, guys, hey guys I, just gotta, I just saw uh, Charles Koch just sign up for the Lions Liberty Pride at the. Oh, uh, is he at the $1,000 level? We have no, to tell he's him at the to $10 level, a little lower. So, but we should, I'm just saying, we might not want to talk so much shit. He's, he actually is now funding us. I just wanted to announce that. <laughs> No. Do you know okay. what the Coke brothers? I'd be so put? mad if he only signed up for the ten dollar week. Why, why even sign up at all? We know you have you millions, man. Million Come dollar on. membership. <laughs> we really should have put a higher pledge level. Go, Odie. What are you saying, Odie? I was going to say the Coke brothers actually fund criminal justice reform. I mean, that's like their biggest thing. That's what they're all about. Well, the Koch God brothers, damn them to hell. The Coke brothers they, um... and George Soros both funding criminal justice reform. Doesn't even make any sense. Is that nobody talks about theories? that? Well, I do love when everyone's like all upset only about the Koch brothers like funding politics. Like I don't like pretty much every liberal person I know out here. They get they they get hyperbolic about the the Koch brothers funding everything, but 
you're like, oh, what about George Soros? They're like, ah, I don't care. Like, like, they only are, are mad about what they, not even what they really are funding, because, like you said, they fund criminal justice reform. Uh, they also fund uh, like like gay marriage, like marriage equality. Like, they funded a lot of things that uh, the critics should like. You know, those, those kind of critics should like, but they just their information about the Koch brothers is all from that shitty movie with um, what's his name? Who's the guy from the show that like plays a libertarian? You guys know what I'm talking about. Local government movie episode. Help me out here. I've been drinking for a while. Parks and Rec. Local government. Parks and Recreation. Ron Swanson. Parks and Rec. Ron Swanson. Thank you. I almost drowned in my own stupidity there. Yeah, that was that. Well, we still never got to the The movie. Wait, (laughs) has anybody seen the movie where Ron Swanson plays like a political consultant? No. Maybe because it was terrible, and I'm pretty sure it was released only to DVD. But there's a fake Cook Brothers in there. Oh, are you sure you're not thinking about uh, that movie where? Zach Galifianakis and Will Ferrell going out. It's actually a funny movie. Oh, the yeah, yeah, the the political race. Yeah, it's the pretty campaign. funny. It, 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 campaign, yes. It's underratedly I, funny. Does that have that the fake Coke brothers with Dan Aykroyd? Yes, Dan, okay. Dan Aykroyd then is yes. the fake Coke brothers. Exactly. Then I switched out Ron Swanson for Zach yeah, Galifianakis. Yeah, you know, Galifianakis is kind of like girly in it. He's like uh, yeah, a little yeah. feminine, and then he has to become big and like like a tough political man, and he has to get rid of his pugs because. Uh, Dexter, what's his face? Told him to get rid of him. Not the pugs. Um, all right, should we should we talk about um, anything liberty related before we wind, wind down? This has been one of my. This has been a blast. This has been. Awesome. Why ruin a good um, podcast with liberty talk? No, I mean this is a taste of what of what you guys. This is a pride preview that's really in real life. That's to the public because it's a lot of what we do. We do a lot more bullshitting, a lot more not giving a fuck. And, uh, well, just, and no, this has been fun, you know. It, it's, this is awesome. it's hard being a, a libertarian these days. I think, you know, it's just like we're we're all just kind of preaching the same message, being consistent with things, being very logical about everything. Nobody gives a shit, you know. It no, doesn't seem as cool just, as it used to seem. Well, I, or they I keep writing that. goddamn articles about how libertarianism is a oh uh, conduit to the alt right. Right, exactly. Well, yeah, that fuckhead Christopher Cantwell. Oh my God! Because uh, he, he goes like man. this: Murray Rothbard to Gary Johnson to Nazi. It's just Fuck like that. <laughs> like, wait, what? I don't. Yeah, what? I don't even. I think I, well, who, who did? Okay, who did more damage to the Libertarian Party, Gary Johnson or Christopher Cantwell? <laughs> oh, to the easily, well, Cantwell. hold on, to the party <laughs> or the ideas? To the or... concept of libertarianism. Let's the thing say. is, That's hardly anyone one. knows. Hardly anyone knows who Christopher Cantwell is. Hardly anyone. They know really... now, man. They no, know. They, they still. They still no, they don't. If you showed them video, or like, remember this guy you saw in Vice? They'd be like, yeah, I remember that guy. But no real human beings that aren't like libertarians or deeply involved in politics have a. F- if you said Christopher Cantwell to most people, they have no fucking clue. And that may be the same with Gary Johnson, actually, but. I mean, yeah. G- C- Cantwell's content is obviously far more damaging. <laughs> I mean, I, there's no question about that. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. He's just a, a messed up dude. I, I liked how Vice sent their most Aryan-looking reporter down. They're like, all right, let's send the blonde white chick down there. She'll get along with these guys pretty well, you know? <laughs> dude, by the way, what has happened to Vice? They have. I, that used to be one of my favorite magazines. Oh my God. Back, back yeah. when it was Fucking a magazine, un- right? It's you unreadable, could unwatchable. It's completely Terrible. unwatchable now, but it used to be great. It didn't used to be this like fucking progressive uh, head up its own ass bullshit. And now right. it's just like the most progressive fucking cunt rag out there. I can't even tolerate it anymore. It's just it's like the death of something that I loved. And so it's here, impossible. Here. Yeah, it's impossible for people to uh, fall into any like they, they've fallen into this kind of progressive establishment line they, they because they have to oppose Trump. They don't realize that there's other ways to going about doing that. Yeah, they used to be like punk rock and like, you know, fuck the man kind of yeah, mentality. It was all, they were honestly like it was like 4chan in print, not that extreme, yes. but literally that's like what it was. They just were like, we don't give a fuck. Here's a magazine, and it was great. And now they're just like, we give all the fucks about liberal bullshit, and that's it. Fucking terrible. Yeah. Well, I think talking about what's doing, you know, damaging libertarianism. Actually, recently there was uh, an article in the Washington Post that was uh, saying that libertarian, and you know, speaking of Cantwell and stuff, it says libertarians have have more in common with the alt right than they want you to think. And they have Ron Paul, uh, Ron Paul on the uh, on the front page, and it says Ron Paul has a checkered past with racial rhetoric, and so oh, do many God. libertarians. It's just such a hit piece. And I mean, you know, it's the Washington Post. You know, they're they're you know you know their record. They're just that old chestnut. Awful. Yeah, the CIA's yeah. Uh, house publication. You mean? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you know what though? I mean, Ron Paul brought that on himself because he. I guess. I guess they say that. Well, 
It might have been Lou Rockwell or, or some other guy that, that wrote them. But Ron Paul has never come out and denounced it. He's always this guy point. said, eh, I didn't have control over it. Well, it looks like shit if you don't have control over your own fucking newsletter. True. I mean, yeah, he needed to say something about it. That's a good point, man. And uh, like from a PR perspective, you got to fucking come out. And like, because well, there's times you ignore it and there's times you have to say something. And yeah, it's like silence is a scent. Basically being like, well, well yep, you got me. I have I have some inside info on that whole fiasco, but maybe. I'm hesitant. To I'm hesitant dun, dun, dun. to talk about it. <laughs> well, maybe we yeah. can talk about it. Maybe we can tease this because maybe we can talk May- about it a little more in the bonus segment that we're going to read. Oh, subscribers yeah. only! This is Sorry, a high jumps. level teaser. And uh, also, I I told Mike he can share this bonus segment with his uh, his Patreon people too. I think uh, you know you uh, your members get some bonus stuff as well. So uh, this can be some cross pollination uh, inside info. So. Good times. Oh yeah, up to you. Depends on how controversial. I don't know. I don't know oh. what it is. So I, I mean, this might there might be nude photos oh, it's, involved. I, it's very very controversial. I, I'm very, really ooh. excited about this. Wow. So uh, with that <laughs> being said, folks, this, this might be the best tease we've ever ever had leading uh, leading out of the show. But we're gonna wrap things up in the way we always wrap things up, and that's uh, with my wrap up, <laughs> where I strongly suggest and advise. Actually, Mike, before I don't even know if you actually specifically said this. Where can everyone find your work at Mikeadelic? <laughs> Oh, yeah. So Mike Adelic is the name of my podcast. It's on iTunes. And you and need Google to spell Play. your website name because I remember the first time I searched for it, I was typing like, oh, he's like doing a – is he kind of doing the play on the word Mike? I'm like, M-I-C Adelic? I'm like, no, that's not it. And I, I, that's I what of, I pictured I in my head, couple, actually. I had to search it a couple times. So you yeah. can uh, you should spell it. I think, Mike, I think he's swinging, I think he's swinging a miss by not capitalizing on the M-I-C spelling. Well, I got on a okay, mic, so man. He, <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. You know, I could I could have gone either way. You know, I could have gone both ways. But but actually, my website is mikebrank.com, B-R-A-N-C, and that's pretty much my name uh, everywhere. So Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever it's uh, at Mike Brank, and then um, Mike Adelic is the name of my podcast. It's M-I-K-E-A-D-E-L-I-C, and uh, yeah, uh, it's been a fun episode hanging with you guys and drinking. So go follow me and uh, awesome. All right, well, check out Mike Brank, and uh, also stay tuned after the podcast. This will be even for you non-paying people. I actually do appreciate everyone that listens to the show, in all honesty, because without you free people listening, uh, there would be no reason for us to have a paid group. There would no re- reason be for us. There would be no reason for us to be doing this at all, because you are the re- entire reason we have continued to grow. And no reason for to, us to be alive, really. Really, no. We would just be yeah. sacrificing ourselves to... Uh, to the, the asteroid asteroids <laughs> don't call them free we we're volunteering to let larry system. print do whatever he needs to do to us to uh to fire off that asteroid gun so um but um yeah and uh until next time folks oh yeah i'm sorry i forgot to uh to say what i was leading up to there i will post a preview after this right after this so stay tuned even after we sign off a preview clip of the league of liberty podcast the aforementioned league of liberty podcast so we've got a whole bunch of stuff coming for you in the pride not only do we have the league of liberty but right there right now it will be there by the time this is posted we'll have this bonus segment with mike brank where uh, we're gonna talk about some scandal i'm excited until next time folks live long and live free free and always stay plugged into liberty oh come on dude i thought you were gonna tag yours on the end there too to be a dick no i'm not a dick though uh. Let's talk about where we started. I I've known Roger forever. I've known Roger for four or five, six years at this point. God, was it? Uh, it was in Cincinnati or wherever the uh, the LSLA meeting was. Gosh, twenty eleven. Columbus. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and what you were is in the LSLA? Uh, you were in Liberty, the, a Libertarian State Leadership Alliance. And Roger was in Arkansas at that point. Yep, Arkansas chair. And uh, I was the executive director of the Libertarian Party of Indiana, and I had uh, I had not yet started the podcast, but in May of twenty twelve. We started We Are Libertarians, and uh, we've done it ever since. And I started podcasting. Roger was an early listener, and you you said that we were part of the inspiration for you starting Lava Flow. Well, yeah, because yeah. I mean, We Are Libertarians sucked so bad. I needed to do something better. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs>
<laughs> it's not inaccurate. I mean, it, it, that's part of the free market is that when you don't hear your need being filled, then you start your own need. And that Rogers has a wildly different show than than what I do, uh, which is one of the reasons I promote him because I want I want I need more purity, and uh, Rogers are purity. <laughs> well, that's better than being unpure, I guess, right? Yeah. So, and then Mark came along and I started seeing Lions of Liberty pop up everywhere. And so I don't remember the specific reason I reached out. Maybe, Mark, you asked me Saw to be hair, on. Got jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Wanted to know my secrets. It's the main, exactly. isn't it? It's a main. It's the main, exactly. So he's he and I started talking and I did an interview on his show. He did one on my show. And he was like, hey, have you heard this uh, Johnny Rocket guy? I don't he remember, I don't remember being on your show. Uh, yeah, you've been on the show. <laughs> Well, you've you've replayed the interviews that I've done, yeah. Oh, uh, well, maybe that's I haven't it. separately been on the show uniquely. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, I'm not sad about that. That's just not the kind of show you guys. I will see. say, yeah. I've been, if I, I I have to fly to Indiana to be on your show proper. I've been on a co-host on We Are Libertarians twice now by Skype, oh. and then I, and then I did a oh. remote oh, one oh, from Porkfest last year specifically oh, for We Are Libertarians. Nice? So yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Well, some of, us, some of us are more special than others. Now that we're doing two shows a week, I'm running out of co-hosts, so I'll be calling on you and Johnny a lot and Roger. Well, Chris, Chris and I are fairly new in our in our you know liberty relationship here, whereas you know we haven't been dating for like eight years like you two. <laughs> liberty dating, so no term, right? And it so actually shows me about- between you and Chris. I mean, yeah. uh, Roger and Chris, man, you guys act like a married couple. Oh. Honestly, you guys fight more than me and Heather. <laughs> He's the bane of my fucking. Who's business. the breadwinner? But who's the bitch? <laughs> oh wow. well, come on. Oh please. I, I I like how I can say come on and like no one has to know what I'm actually who I'm actually thinking about. <laughs> I'm like come on guys, it's obvious. Anyway, moving along. So he tells me, "Have you heard of this Johnny Rocket guy?" And I said, "No." And so I listened to Johnny's podcast and it pissed me off. He's like, "You mean that like restaurant that old like fifties diner right. restaurant?" That was the first thing no, I thought. Why would I? Is that guy's a libertarian? Like what? And it pissed <laughs> me off because it was so damn good. And I so I said to him, "You know, maybe like, Mark well, edits." Right. We should we should hook up with Johnny and start swapping ads on each other's, uh, you know, uh, websites. And I said, wow. Yeah. And then I said, hey, why don't we bring in swapping wives? We're all all we're all doing sort of the same thing. We're all independent podcasters. We don't have investors. We don't have, you know, fancy college degrees. We have built our audiences from scratch. Let's share resources. And thus the League of Liberty was born. So I do have a fancy college degree. It was, for the record. It was. <laughs> but it didn't get me anywhere where I was. I mean, really, I were I do professionally. I work with people who have no co- no exact like no no degree compared to mine, and we do the exact same thing. And obviously, I learned all this on my own. It had nothing to do with my degree. So I mean, what's your degree? Well, Communications. No, that's not <laughs> that pretty, I guess it does have something close. to do with my degree. <laughs> you know what, Mark? It's pretty close. Well, I sure didn't do podcasting. Well, mine is. It is pretty close. audio. It's good. Yeah. Fuck. My, my degree is I have an associate's in IT, but um, I, the job I'm doing is actually a job that requires a master's generally, but I'm doing it anyway, so to hell with it. I dropped out. Yeah, well, <laughs> why is anybody surprised by that? Oh. <laughs> you guys. And look at us. We're all happy, healthy, and alive we are. with various yeah. uh, levels of formal education. Yep. So, Yeah, but you know what's cool is, is when I talked to you, Mark, I said, hey, how about the Liberty League? And we were thinking like that Justice League kind of like, hey, why don't we get totally. an all-star cast and get us all out there and start talking? And then we settled for Chris and Chris uh, Roger. <laughs> no, those My guys only- were handpicked. Man. We have like the, you know, we got some really cool cats here, man. Tom Woods was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, please don't call me anymore. <laughs> my, my only issue is... I do a serious show, My sir. only issue is that the, the initials of League of Liberty is the same as Lions of Liberty. And, you know... Oh, I really had a Yeah, you that. had That's noticed that, my ass. <laughs> <laughs>